G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And we're doing our Eurovision Song Review Series of 2019. And today, we're talking about one of the big favourites. It's the Netherlands. It's the big favourite, isn't it? Mm. Well, we'll get on to him in a moment. Let's talk about the Netherlands themselves. Yes. One of the original participants back in 1956. Always like a good party, the Dutch. They yeah. do every party. <laughs> they subsequently won the competition the following year. Mm. I know, pretty good. Uh, they have won a total of four times, the last time being in 1975. Ding, ding-a-dong. That's the one. Uh, I like that. So they're well and truly due, possibly. Oh, all right. Mm. Oh, he's telling the story already. There we go. <laughs> After a horror period of non-qualifications from 2005 to 2012, in recent years, it's been pretty good for the Netherlands. It's been amazing. Two top tens, including a second place back in 2014 with one of your favourites. Calm After the Storm. Amazing song. Amazing staging. It was very well done. Got a couple of 11 places. That's pretty good. They're fond of an 11th place. They do love a good 11th place. And they're coming off in 2018, the grand final once again, Waylon, finished in 18th place with 121 points. Again, one of your favourites. Um, yeah, not the staging so much. Yeah, but it was a bloody good song. <laughs> I like the song, though. They're, they're pretty consistently very good at the moment, Netherlands. Being a big fan of their, their last few entries, that's for sure. And this year they have... Duncan Lawrence with... Arcade. I've spent all of the love I said. We were always a losing game. Small town boy in a big arcade. I got addicted to a losing game. All right, Dal, you can uh, let us know a little bit about Duncan. Do you know what? There's not much to say about a Eurovision favourite, which is a really unusual thing. Mm. He's 25 years old. He studied at the Rock Academy um, in the Netherlands and obviously graduated from whatever the Rock Academy is. <laughs> <laughs> but he went on The Voice, which is probably the biggest thing he's done, and he went all the way through to the semi-finals. Mm. Um, but since then, he really hasn't done anything until he's come out with this song. Mm. And this is like this... Big thing, like where's he come from? Where's where is this? Where's the story with it? He's spoken a little bit of story about the song itself, which was internally chosen um, by the Dutch. They have been doing that now for a number of years, and it's obviously working for for them. And apparently, the song is about a lost love of his from younger from his younger days. Mm -hmm. To quote Edgar's there, um, he is bisexual, which I think is a bit of a story about him as well. So I think that has been something that a few people have picked up on. Fair enough. Well, I guess we should talk about some of the positives here, Dale. I get to start, do I? Yes. I get to steal all the points before you say it. <laughs> all right. Well, I've got to say, first of all, the sheer quality of this song is an instant standout. I just remember the first time I heard this song, you just knew straight away, this is going to be one of the favourites. Ultimately, it's a song competition, and this song demands respect. Mm -hmm. It is really, really good. Duncan can emote this song very, very well vocally. Even though it's an intimate and sort of vulnerable sort of song, he really does bring real strength and power to that vocal. We've been lucky enough to see him do this live a couple of times already, uh, so we know what he's going to bring to the stage vocally is going to do this song justice. There's also a, an authenticity to this song. He feel I feel like he could have lived 
what he's singing about. And that could be a big advantage over some of his rivals. I'm not mentioning anyone, Mm -hmm. but this does have, I think, an authenticity. I will say straight away, staging could be critical to this. And if they stick with that aquatic theme that they've done throughout the video and they also brought to Eurovision in concert, I think that sits very, very well. Um, And it sort of works with this song. I don't know why, but it just does. Um, And the last thing I'm going to say, this should have mass appeal to both juries and Televote. And if you can lock those in, you are a chance. Yeah, you did steal all my lines. Thanks. Um, no, but no, 100%. This, this has instant appeal in a way that a lot of songs in Eurovision don't normally have that instant appeal. They normally have the instant appeal because it's a quirk or it's a massive pop song or it's something so overly dramatic or they've done the live performance somewhere and the staging is remarkable and you know it's going to work. It just was like, wow, this is quality. Ooh. I'm totally with you on that one. Um, and then when I heard it, I got worried about the vocal straight away. Like, there's a lot that's kind of like in a very high range, almost in a falsetto kind of approach with it. And then I heard him do the lives, um, obviously just watching it on YouTube, unfortunately not mm. there. That yes. would be nice. Would be nice. Um, but they were spot on and they were fantastic. And um, that's when I really believed, I think, that he could win Eurovision. Um, it is uh, There is real emotion there. And I think the fact that he is... Obviously, uh, writing it himself and involved with that writing that you're going to believe and you're going to have that believability. And that's something that recent Eurovision winners have um, that they all, very people do well. You need to connect with the song and you connect with him on the song. There's no doubt about that as well. And I think there's something where you do have some potential. If they go down the route, I, I don't want to throw weird things out there for staging. Imagine if they can somehow replicate anything like what they've done in that music video. Like, if there's anything tanky, water, you kind of like, I think they're going to go all out. And okay. this could, this, if they can bring some massive staging element to get that little telly vote that they're going to need. Well, if you're going to spend, spend now. Yeah, do spend it. Spend This now. is your chance. You've got a contender. And I reckon they really, they've got to, they, he can't just go out there and sing this song to win it. Yeah, he'll get a top three or five, whatever. But there needs to be that staging. And I feel like there could be. And the last thing I'll say is I like the way it's it's soft and it builds and then it goes bang. Because you know what? The bang isn't that big, but because it's so soft and fragile, the bang feels so much bigger than it actually is, mm-hmm. um, which I think will work for the song a lot because it could end have ended up being not that, I don't know, uh, powerful, but it comes across very powerful. Fair enough. I think one thing we both haven't mentioned, I haven't really seen that many interviews with him. He does come across as a nice enough guy so yeah i think he seems quite nice and media friendly so that should be a positive he does i mean a lot of people he's gonna um, do a lot of interviews in tel aviv yeah yeah look a lot of people are a big fan of him in many ways the aesthetic and i've seen the video we've seen quite a bit of duncan yes um not my cup of tea but i can see why people are a big fan of him actually i did forget to make one point as well this sounds like a much better production and version of a song than an isaiah and a Cesar from last year, where I felt like there was that really contemporary type of song. I think this takes it to the next level, which says to me, mass jury appeal. Okay, good, good, good. All right, let's talk about things that are possible drawbacks on this one or negatives. I'm just going to start off with this one, Dale. As far as the composition and the artist go, I have no real negatives. Everything seems to be in place. 
as far as the song and the artist and the package goes. You've got no negatives. I've got some. I've got no real negatives. So, but but let me listen. But, but not about the song and the artist. So okay. what I'm going to say my negatives are, are in the context of the competition. Because yeah, okay. he is a contender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously we have Russia. Who's mm-hmm. singing a big man ballad as well? Okay. So that's a threat. I was really worried he was going to be trampled over by Russia, but having seen his live performances, he can bring a strength to this that makes a pop out. So I've kind of quelled a bit there. But there's so many other solo males as well. There could be some vote bleeding, and that vote bleeding can happen across all of them. So mm-hmm. ultimately, all their results may get affected. Just depends on which solo male you like on the night. I'm also going to say winners of the competition have a story. Where is the story here? Mm. I see a fantastic song. I see a very solid performer. I'm not getting a story. So having a great song is one part of what's needed to take the crown, but I just need something more from this. No matter how good it is, where is that X factor? Where is it? Yeah, I guess there's something there where you say uh, there is a story and it's lost love and I believe the emotion. But you know what? Everybody, Everybody's it's not. Like, oh, it, God, so there is a story. It's just not very exciting or news grab or something to grab onto. And I can't agree with you there. I can't fault necessarily the song itself or whatnot, but I think it's about the feeling. And there's something just... Oh, there's just something not quite winner vibes for me for this, and I know that's a so generic thing to say, but it doesn't really give me goosebumps. I'm not sure where the pizzazz of this song is, and it's not designed to do that, but songs like this so often finish second in Eurovision, and I just, I, I, it's not the same song as A Sound of Silence. Or a Christian Costal beautiful mess, but it feels like it's or the same. A million thing. voices. You could yes. go through all the, the second the, places. These ballads, not, you know, these yeah. ballads that beautiful. come second. Yeah, it, to me, this has second written all over it, even though it should win. And that doesn't mean it can't win because I think what's going for it to go to a positive in a way is that it's a very open field. If this is up against someone really big, then I'd be more worried about the fact that it. It could build a big enough lead in a jury, let's say, and wherever it comes. But it's still, I don't know about the televote appeal with this. I think people will like it, but will they love it enough to, for it to be the number one song of Europe? I just don't know. It's a question mark for it me. It is. It is. I mean, Jamala, really can't, but Jamala, it's a question mark. Jamala leapt to the top, and I think a lot of it had to do with that staging. Yes. It evoked the emotion. And yes. So if he can get that right, can that be what pushes him over the line? Because that's what it was with Jamal, the staging, in the end, I think, won it for It her. told the story. We yeah. all know that big tree becomes iconic. Yeah, you know, yeah. Maybe not so much the song, mm. but those visuals were. I'm just getting the second... I'm getting those songs that come second. I feel like this is we that could, song. Beautiful mess. We could rattle off so many ballads that come second. Yeah. Well done and amazing <laughs> songs. Yep. And then, they, yeah. All right. Let's talk about okay. our juries. Let's talk about our juries. All right. Let's start with our lovely nation of Australia. This came in at first place. Number one song wow. from Australia. The Aussies. This the is the, this gold is this. medal. Oh, good stuff. It's I can there. see why. I can see why. First to 28th was the range, so it did go down to 28. Somebody didn't like it. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it had three first place, two second place, so five people had it first or second. Eight people had it in their top ten of the 12 jury members. So two-thirds had it in their top ten. 
Okay, good stuff. I, mean, right. so I imagined Aussies would all like this. Yep. What about our Europeans? Are they being as generous? They are. We have another gold medal, and oh, it goes wow. to the Dutch from Europe as well. This is Francesco Gabbani all over again. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not from the market. Oh, no, no, no. It's not that at all. <laughs> but look, let's have a look. At first to 27th place, um, it had three first place, five second places. <laughs> Hello, five oh, second God, places. Yeah. So about eight people of the 12 put it in their first or second amazing that's amazing yeah um 10 of the 12 put it in their top 10 and there was a huge big difference of um how much this won by in europe to australia it was quite close with australia um that it that it's average ranking of the 12 jury members was ninth the average jury ranking of dutch from the, the europeans was fifth oh okay big big jump that's a huge difference even though i was a winner in australia nowhere near as big as it was in europe Interesting. He is a massive contender. He is. Let's talk about rapper ranks ourselves, Dale. Um, I've got here in its purest form. This is pretty much flawless. This is such a great entry. It's a massive contender, and I can appreciate why. I really, really can. It's fourth out of forty-one for me, um, and yeah, it's pretty much sitting in in that top five for me, without a doubt. Okay, for me, um, look, I have to agree, it had this instant appeal straight away that just struck me. Uh, this is not a usual song I would go for in Eurovision. Um, you know, I think our taste can be a little bit interesting at times. <laughs> Yours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, don't let me, don't get me started. But straight away, this had to go straight up towards the top. Um, it's third place for me out of the 41. Okay. Uh, a cracking song. So we're with the Aussies and we're with the Europeans here. No one's out of kilter. Well, it's not in our first place, but, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, so we'll get through to the final, Dale. <laughs> can you see a massive boil over? Oh, I think he could fall on his face and behead someone on stage and he'll get through to Have the to final. boil him in the tank that he's swimming in to look, look him through, I think. So we agree this is getting through. This is 100% getting Where's through. Where's it going to finish, Dale? That's a big question. It is top five, no doubt. I don't. I don't think there's any doubt for me that this is not top five because the jury score is going to be very strong. I have been a little concerned lately that the Euro Jury, which is a, a um, Eurovoise competition where they ask a lot of former artists from Eurovision, that he hasn't been doing as well as a couple of the other artists, mm. and even in the OJE poll. That's not everything, but I expected probably a little bit stronger results. So I'm just got a little question mark there. This is all on staging, and not necessarily his staging. It's other people's staging. He will win this if the others can't lift. And I think there are some that can lift here. So he can win, but I don't think... I think he's way over the odds. I think this is much closer affair than the odds are showing, and I think there's about three or four in the running, and he's one of them. Of course he can win, but he'll be top five at least. Okay, you're calling top five? I'm still saying probably second. Okay. Um, I've got here, it will be top three with a, with an exclamation mark. I have I pretty much have no doubt about that. They will have to really botch this up just simply out of the jury score being that bloody good. But um, unfortunately for me, add another wonderful ballad to the list of second places. I think, Duncan, I just can't see the X factor. I can't see that story that's going to bring it over the line. Who has a story this year, though, Michael? Um, this is the question. No one does. It could be Iceland. It 
you know, it Dead could be it could be Russia. Uh, he could do a Dima and get a it, story though. Get it with a second second uh, entry. Story, that's though. not as good. Yeah, think, yeah, a returning artist is a story. I will say. I guess that. so. I guess so. Had a really good catch up with two of our jury members, Liv and Aaron. And by the end of it, we just went. You know what? This is going to have appeal for the jury and the televote, and it's going to win. And then I kind of reverted back on it. So, look, <laughs> we could all be discussing something that could win by a country mile, and this yeah, could be a absolutely. big winner. But it's just too many question marks right now to declare that this is going to win. But you know what? I hope it does. I'd, I'd, love, to, I'd love to see the Dutch. They um, are a great bunch of fans that they deserve it. I would have no problem with this winning. It's a quality piece of music. Well, I guess this is a big one. Let us know what you think out there. Do you think Duncan's, Duncan's a winner? Do you think he's second? Top five, is he 28th, like somebody <laughs> thought he was? Yeah. Personal taste. <laughs> Personal taste, absolutely. Yeah. Let us know on our socials. Aussie Vision Net, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. Thanks for joining us, guys. Let us know what you think. See you later. Yeah.